0: Hi there and welcome back to another episode of robin darren made a podcast new episodes are released every thursday at 5pm and made available on spotify apple and google podcasts plus anywhere else that you listen to yours uh coming up darren plays a quiz the critics spout fluff and we talk
1: about a bear enter stage left it's darren hello hello everybody all right hello Uh, Thanks for joining us. Um, As usual first off though, we're gonna go into the news I've been scouring the internet for movie news this week. So um, yeah, Rob Hit that jingle Okay, so, Zoe Kravitz is directing Channing Tatum in a new thriller, Pussy Island. Now, oh God, bear with me. Oh, oh no. Me. <laughs> She's been given impressive performances for years in front of the camera, but Zoe Kravitz has also been starting to exert more power behind it, and has set up a thriller called Pussy Island, which she'll direct with Channing Tatum starring. Kravitz co-wrote the script with E.T. Fagenbaum, and the story follows Frida, a young, clever, LA cocktail waitress who has her eyes set on the prize, philanthropist and tech mogul Slater King, played by Tatum. When she skillfully manoeuvres her way into King's inner circle and ultimately an intimate gathering on his private island, she is ready for a journey of a lifetime. Despite the epic setting, beautiful people, ever flowing champagne, and late night dance parties, Frida consents there's more to this island than meets the eye. Honestly, though, how could it be that scary when it is an island loaded with cute, sweet, kitty cats and now we realize oh. what that title actually means oh so yeah you know you know dropping a little bit of a line there and obviously going completely opposite direction to what you all thought so uh, anyway That's moving what on thought. shazam now uh, yeah not what you thought at all um shazam 2 fury of the gods um you can now see their cast in their updated suits Uh, It can be a tough old life making a superhero movie when you know that the paparazzi and other set stalkers are just waiting to snap a badly lit image of your central character's suit. Aiming to get out ahead of all that is Shazam Fury of the Gods director David Sandberg, who has posted a properly composed image of Zach Levy and his Shazamily in their updated (laughs) sequel outfits on Twitter. That's great. Pictured alongside Levy are Adam Brody as Freddie Freeman, Megan Good as Darla Dudley, DJ Cotrona as Pedro Pena, Grace Fulton as Mary Bromfield and Ross Butler as Eugene Choi. They're the superhero versions of Billy Batson's Asher Angel Foster family members and it's confirmation that we'll be seeing the family's heroes in characters once again. So yeah, so getting ahead of the paparazzi, Uh, go on to Twitter, Zachary Levy posted it and David Sandberg posted it if you want to see them in their uh, outfits. Uh, finally, for the news items, Ewan McGregor, Mark Strong, and Sam Hugan, I think, head to new adventure thriller Everest. Uh, director Doug Ligman still ha- sorry, director Doug Lyman, Lyman, Lehman, still has his eyes on making a movie in space with Tom Cruise. But before that happens, he's looking at a different type of adventure. Liman has Ewan McGregor, Mark Strong, and Sam Hugan ready to star in Everest. Um, climbing with. Without oxygen to heights not even planes can reach, Mallory's successive attempts to make the summit sees a challenge become an all-consuming obsession. It leads Mallory to abandon his beloved wife and three children for months on end, give up his job and push his body to the limits of human endurance. Uh, You can see how that uh, plays out when the film comes out. So there's your three movie news parts. uh, Going on to birthdays now. So Rob, we seem to have an MCU alumni in there every week. Toby Maguire, the oh, yeah. original Spidey. How old do you think Toby is?
0: I think we're going to have to find out Trust in just a moment. He's older than you think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Pick up the pieces. Come on. Average white band. Come on. Who is this? Um... <laughs> Yeah, we don't have a news desk here or a radio desk that we can use to fade up music at all. So it's all manually made behind the scenes and uh, we're kind of governed by the amount of time in the bed. So yeah, it just shuts us up when it's ready. (laughs) Also, I got rid of um, Ron Burgundy. He was getting on my nerves a bit. Big Ron. Yeah. (sighs) That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like, okay. And stop what you're doing. I need everyone to listen. I've got an urgent and horrifying news story. Uh, anyway, back to Toby Maguire. I think
1: he is 42. Oh, you're not far off. 46, Toby oh, okay. Maguire. I didn't realize he was older than me. I wouldn't have said he was older than me.
0: Yeah, but look at um, him.
1: True. true. <laughs> um, next one, then, is another one for you to guess. Mel Brooks, the director and sometime actor, brilliant in Spaceballs. Uh,
0: is that. The one that inspired Star Wars. <laughs> <Ha-ha>! No, <gasps> uh, Mel Brooks. He's an old fella, isn't he? He's a fella, right? Pretty old, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say I don't. I can't even picture what he looks like, so I'm gonna say he's 79.
1: 95, Mel Brooks. Jeez, I, I won't didn't make that. He was that. I won't get there. <laughs> no. Uh, and then finally, Pamela Anderson, known for um, Baywatch and big boobs.
0: I thought you were going to say (laughs) her (laughs) rom-com on a boat.
1: (laughs) Um, No, she's got to be 50 plus. So
0: Let's say 55.
1: Oh, one year out. 54 she is. All all of them. All older than I expected. I still didn't expect Pam to be as old as that. Yeah, but you still
0: see her in Baywatch running in slow motion on a beach, don't you?
1: Pretty much. I think that's pretty much how everybody still sees her. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. And Yasmeen Bleeth. Yasmeen Bleeth. A bit of Friends reference there for you.
0: <laughs> um, a lovely
1: bit of Friends reference there.
0: Oh, uh, We've got two bits of news there, haven't we? Uh, it turns out that um, James Michael Tyler, who plays Gunther in the series, uh, he has stage four cancer. Oh, blimey. Yeah, he has stage four prostate cancer. So um, that's obviously not good news. Uh, all you can do is no. wish him the best in... Um, yeah. Uh, Definitely. Moving gears... Um, have you heard who's playing um Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee in the movie? Is it a movie or drama yeah.
1: about said um, relationship? Lily Lily what's her face is playing Pamela oh I can't remember what she's called now. Lily Listen, James. Lily James playing Pamela yeah. Anderson and looks ridiculously like her and it is Sebastian Stan He's playing Tommy Lee.
0: Look, you were outdoing yourself this week. You said you'd have a bad memory and then, boom, you know, everything. That's good. I yeah, like it. Well,
1: yeah, well, I don't like to brag. I just like to bring out these little bombs every now and again, you know? You don't like to Surprise, brag. Surprise, people. You don't <laughs> like to brag.
0: Look at my yeah. new chair. Look at my new car. Haven't I done well? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't like to brag in front of anybody but you. And now all of our seven listeners. Um... Speaking of which, <laughs> it's time to hear from Tom Hardy's biggest fan. He's tasked, tasked, tasked uh, with selecting the films we watch. All films must be available. Uh, oh, Darren, it's got to that point in the day now. I can't do the words. Um, <laughs> Now it's time to hear from Tom Hardy's biggest fan. He's tasked with selecting the films we watch, all of which must be available on either Amazon Prime, Disney Plus or... Or Netflix. And they can't be movies that Darren and myself have previously... They can't be movies... Hang on, hang on. There we go. Wet the whistle. They can't be movies that you or myself have seen before. Now, some say that if you cut him open, his blood runs green and yellow. And that he hums hey-ya by outcast when he pees. All we know is he's called movie Matt. (laughs)
2: Hello Rob, hello Darren, I hope you're both keeping well and staying safe. This week, you watched the 2015 film The Revenant, which is available on Amazon Prime, starring the two small-time actors, Leonardo DiCaprio and a beautiful, gorgeous Tom Hardy. And my question for you for this week is, So, Leo won the Oscar for this film, finally, after all the years of all of his great performances. What is your favourite Leo performance? Mine is probably in Django Unchained. I think he's amazing in that. And it's also a brilliant film. Everyone should go watch that one if you haven't seen it. So yeah, so what's been your most favourite Leo performance? Oh, actually, Wolf of Wall Street as well. It's was really good, Matt. Yeah. Hope you're both keeping well, and I'll speak to you soon.
0: Thank you, Movie Matt. I changed your name from Monotone, Matt, because um, sometimes you get a bit high and a bit low. Oh, I've got that wrong, haven't I, Darren? High <laughs> is like this, and low is like that. Um,
1: so, Darren, what's your favourite Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Um... To be honest with you, I think he's pretty much brilliant in everything. I mean, Matt mentioned Wolf on Wall Street. He's great in that. Um, but I really like him in Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I was just uh, going to say. Frank Abagnale. Really good film, that. And I think he's great in it.
0: Opposite Tom Hanks, you can't go wrong, really, can you?
1: Yeah, Tom Hanks is the cop chasing him, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, good film, that. And, uh, yeah, quite quite relatively young, Leo, in that as well. But he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love that film. And uh, obviously he's amazing in Titanic. Well, I've only ever seen Titanic once and I didn't really enjoy it, so I couldn't really tell you.
0: You didn't enjoy Titanic. You're such a hipster. Nope. You're such hey, a look, hipster. We both
1: watched the same film, though. Let's leave it at that, you know.
0: Ah, oh, Darren, you are a big old something or other. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street, as you've mentioned. I haven't seen him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was two thousand and nineteen. No,
1: I want to see that though. That looks good.
0: And I honestly can't remember him in Inception. I don't remember Inception. There's to be one honest.
1: for O, Matt. If you're listening, one for O. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We did O. Oh, that was a few weeks ago, Darren. Well, we did. Oh, damn it. What we well, I'm talking about next season. <laughs>
0: we did O, oh, brother. Well, Where are thou?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: Darren. Um, Dear me. He was in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, of course he
1: was. He, was yeah, he wasn't Rome- Claire Danes. Romeo. Really.
0: He wasn't Claire Danes. He was Romeo. <laughs> Claire Danes played Juliet, didn't didn't she?
1: Yeah, She did indeed.
0: Shut Island, there's another good one.
1: Uh, um, yeah, he's good in that. I never I saw... Once you've watched that once, you can't really watch it again.
0: Yep, it's true. Uh, the Great Gatsby in 2013. And The Beach. Oh, The Beach. It just reminds me of All Saints because they did a song for it.
1: Yeah, but the song brilliant for it.
0: I can't remember the song. What's the name of the Decent song? Decent
1: soundtrack. How's it go? I... Uh, Pure Shores. Oh. Uh, yeah. How's it go? Sing the song? Take Me to My Beach. <laughs> There's no need for that. I'm uh, moving. I'm running. <laughs> I can't really remember any other, other words.
0: Okay. Um. He was in The Man in Keep the trying. Iron Mask. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to sing. It's not working, is it? Um... <laughs> uh, Robin Hood. There's so many films he's been in I've never heard of. Um, Out of the Furnace. He's been in a Robin Hood. Delirium. Ice on Fire. Runner Runner. Nope. The 11th. Nope. My tongue fell out of my mouth there. The 11th Hour. Cowspiracy. The Sustainability of Cows.
1: I don't know. And We Go Green. There's loads of Leo DiCaprio films we've not seen. (laughs)
0: I don't really plan on watching them, to be honest with you. I don't really care. Um,
1: <laughs> Next season could be Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, I was thinking maybe we should do... If you don't really like that, we could always do Tom Cruise. What if We could do Tom Cruise.
0: I think he has something well, to watch say about Tom Cruise. that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking, yeah, we should do a season two, right? Because we need it at the end. And when, when we sign off this season, I think... We should do an awards show and Matt, Matt, you should come on and be the presenter. Yeah, Matt, actually be on the pod. I'm trying to do some ASMR for you so that you really enjoy me asking you to come and be the guest host and celebrate the awards with us. Yeah. I'm not sure
1: you're quite loud enough there. I don't think anybody heard that. Somebody did.
0: We've got to stop. Why? Why are we whispering? Why are we whispering? Um, okay. Secrets. Secrets. Okay. So we're talking the Revenant today. What's it about? Well, uh, while exploring uncharted wilderness in 1823, I remember it well. Uh, legendary frontiersman Hugh Glass, not huge, um, something else, sustains injuries from a bru- I know yeah, from a brutal bear attack. Uh, when his hunting team leave him for dead, Glass must utilize his survival skills to find a way back home while avoiding natives on their own hunt. Grief-stricken and fueled by a vengeance, Glass treks through the wintry terrain to track down John Fitzgerald, the former confidant who betrayed and abandoned him. Um, yeah, Darren. So I think we're going to have very different opinions on this. On this. Film. Okay. Uh, well, I'll start. Um, I like the way it was shot. It had that first-person voyeuristic aesthetic, which yeah. made for a refreshing view, as did the ice-cold waters. Uh, Darren, what did you think of the cinematography?
1: Well, just one of the first things I've written down. Um, right at the beginning with a fight scene, like from the first-person view at some points, it was just so, so well done. Um, just... It, it hooked me from the, the. It started off with the subtitles, and it's like, and I was like, "Oh god, this isn't full of subtitles, is it?"
0: I thought you'd say that, yeah. And
1: then the film, the, the the fight scene, yeah, the fight scene hit, and just the way the camera moved around and followed things, and very similar to Saving Private Ryan, mm, yeah. Just it yeah. was it was just brilliant, quite brutal at times, but just the way the camera flowed around, sort of seeing what was happening in front of you, and then then it hands round and there's still loads of stuff going on behind you and there's, oh it was it was absolutely amazing really really good
0: I suppose you could argue that that first person view made us the viewer fell, feel helpless and I guess if you were it felt al- like you were there didn't it yeah you were helpless and I guess that was the point you're in the wilderness no one's there to help you you're on your own uh, yeah. but there's one bit at the start where the porny I think that's what they're called um, are going about their ambush and Leo DiCaprio playing Hugh Glass is on the floor and there's a Pawnee, um person above his face with a knife or something f- pointed at him and yeah. uh, all I could see on the screen in my head was like PlayStation buttons on the screen as if I press like square, 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 square I'll get them off and punch them <laughs> or something kind of felt like that to me. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, cinematography from us gets a big thumbs up.
1: Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Throughout the whole thing. Um, really, really good.
0: I'm going to jump ahead now to the bear attack. Okay. Unless you want to go back and talk about the pelts and so on and so forth around the campfire and whatever.
1: Well... Yeah, just briefly before we get to the bear attack. And it is it's about um um Leonardo DiCaprio played Hugh Glass and some other bloke played Johnny Fitzgerald. I can't think what the other bloke was called, Matt, you might be able to help me out here. Um uh, but you were yeah, being about serious. Fitzgerald, why why was <laughs> why was Fitzgerald so stroppy throughout? Right from the very beginning, why was he annoyed? Because even before the fight came, he was a little bit bolshy and aggressive and and then he just wanted to go against everybody's order. He didn't want to do what the captain said. He didn't want to do what Glass said. Do we know... Did I miss something? Why Fitz... I'm going to call him Fitz. Why he was... Droppy sod.
0: Um, I don't think we did miss that. I think that's just how he was. Perhaps it was a power dynamic. He felt he should be the leader, whereas Glass was the leader. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was it, um
1: jealousy, perhaps. Because they, they obviously... They put that in right from the beginning, his character and what he was like, and obviously that led on throughout the whole film. That you know, it was the underlying story. Well, it's quite important, not an underlying story, quite an important part of the story. Yeah, but yeah his it, it was a main thread of attitude. the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's they they just they just set it up right from the very very beginning. Even if you didn't know what was going to happen, you, you see from the beginning you can see what he's going to be like, and it just yeah. Just yeah, they set that up really, really well. But yeah, sorry to yeah button in. Sorry to move on to the um, the bear attack. Robbie, you're going to talk about. Yeah,
0: um, we need to talk about this bear attack. Um, yeah, I was I don't know why but I was really looking forward to this part of the film. It's like yeah, I know there's a bear attack coming. Like everyone talks about this bear attacking him. Like I can't wait to see this. And the bear did not disappoint. It just charged at him. It savaged him. It threw him around like a rag doll. I loved it. It was amazing. Um, I didn't think the CGR was too bad either.
1: So, yeah, about the CGI, um, the guy that directed it, I, I haven't got his name in front of me, and it was a bit of an odd name. I I'm not going to even try and pronounce it, but the guy that directed it said he was very, very much against not using CGI. He didn't want loads of green screens and stuff like that. He wanted to do as much of it in reality as he possibly could. But obviously there was a lot of CGI in this bear scene. It had to be, but it was done so well mm. again. Just like the fight scene at the beginning, it was just so, so well done. Um, it was brutal. Oh, it was amazing. Loved it. This bear's like, oh, I'm going to...
0: Sorry, my my computer making funny noises there. It's a bear. It's a bear in your computer, in your computer. Yeah, this. I think the bear is defending its young. <laughs> and he's too close for comfort. And the bear's like, I don't think so. I'm looking oh, after yeah. my cub. Because the bear doesn't eat him. The bear's not interested in eating him. He just wants to get him... No. He wants to defuse the threat to
1: the cubs. I say he. I don't know what sex the bear is. I wondered why he just didn't get his head in his mouth and rip his head off. Oh, that would have been amazing.
0: Short film, but amazing. Um, (laughs) Short film. (laughs) That's done. End credits. Um, So, the the only thing I can compare this to is um, Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. (laughs) I mean... Brock Lesnar, he's a he's a beefy fella. He just throws people around like they're made of nothing. And the bear did exactly the same. And like the bear, Brock Lesnar yeah. doesn't care if he cuts you open and you right, bleed. Goals. Yeah, it was amazing. Too quick for my liking. No, I wanted more bear. <laughs> it wasn't enough bear. <laughs> it wasn't enough yeah. bear for me. Like, come on, bear down for midterms, and that's only going to make sense to you if you've ever seen. And that, how at the end of it. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say
1: something else. <laughs> after such a savage... You just stopped. No. <laughs> is, there, is there more coming? Um, after no? such a savage... Yeah, yeah, what, it... yeah, shut up and let me finish. <laughs> That's all on you. Do your thing. Uh, after such a savage... Stop talking. I didn't say anything. <laughs> after such a savage beat, <laughs> Stop it. I can't get it out now. Um, he's... After such a savage beating, Glass still managed to Grab a knife and just brutalise the bear's neck, and 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 stop it. Because I think if he hadn't have done, he would have died. He would have ripped his head off or something. Because there's a point when the bear the bear just finishes and stops, doesn't he? And he kind of just stands on him and slowly walks away. Spends a little bit of time away, and then he turns around and starts coming back again. And K O. And part K-O. of me thinks if Glass had just lay there and stayed still, the bear wouldn't have bothered him again. But because he rolled over and tried to go and find his gun or his knife the bear saw him moving again and he just attacked him again he shoots the bear and the bear but goes still I don't glass, think so had yeah <laughs> you <laughs> also, shoot me in the face this? I'm going to maul you to potato death potato gun
0: spud gun <laughs> I didn't even feel that come on I'm a bear
1: come at me bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah then just savagely stabbing him with his knife in the bear's neck just does enough to slow him down and then, they, then he finally goes and they sort of fall down this small ravine and that's it. Yeah, but it was brutal, but it was brilliant. Oh, I loved it. It was great. I'd love to know how they shot it. I'd yeah, love me to know too. how they did it and how they made it look so realistic.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. Um, according to the Hollywood, I can't do words today, Darren. See, oh, <laughs> my mouth doesn't work. Um, according to the Hollywood <laughs> Reporter, the real story of the Revenant is far weirder and bloodier than the movie. Before a grizzly tore a hunk of meat from its rump and lobbed it to her cubs. Oh, there we go. We found out the bear's female. That would make sense. The bear had cubs. Men are male bears don't tend to stick around, do they? I don't think so. I'm out of here. I'm not paying for this kid. Um, Yeah, Hugh Glass was just a middle-aged pirate who had abandoned ship, then dodged two tribes of cannibals, only to witness his friends being roasted alive. Not in that comedy kind of way, like as in actual burned to death and eaten with fresh potatoes and Yorkshire pudding um, there is no evidence he had a Native American wife or girlfriend or that he had a son by a Native American woman or that he plunged off a cliff on a horse or that he gutted and climbed into a dead horse to stay warm for any other reason that was gross that if, was gross have you played um, any of the new Tomb Raider games or Red Dead Redemption
1: no no.
0: Oh, yeah. It doesn't, they don't have footballs in no. there, so you never played them. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, you kind of do that kind of stuff in Tomb Raider. You have to go into survival mode and you have to kill deers. And you kind of hear this punctured stabbing sound when uh, she kills her animals, her, preys, her prey, her victims. Yeah. Lovely. So if you had to Lovely. Um, live inside an animal to protect yourself from a storm or a winter flurry, what animal would you live inside?
1: Well, it'd have to be a big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, okay. An elephant, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd go for an elephant too. I'd like have, my front door could be one of its legs and um, yeah. I'd, I could have two floors in there,
1: I reckon. Yeah, it'd um, be like you, would with you, it'd be like being in a flat. It'd be massive.
0: Flat. It'd be massive, and then I would yeah. use its trunk as a slide to get outside. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've been thinking about <laughs> Not this. Not the garbage chute, <laughs> no. No, no, that's a different end. Oh, uh, that is what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, is this podcast going? <laughs>
0: I guess the question is, Darren, did you enjoy this film? Did you like it?
1: I, I. I yeah. I, I didn't know whether I would. I had no idea. It's one of those films that you see and you re- see the trailers and you watch it and you think, oh, should I or should I not? Or should I or should I, or should I not? And I was kind of put off because I thought it was a really, really long film. It was only an hour and a half at the end. Two and a half hours at the end. Um, I thought it's a lot longer than that. I don't think it was um,
0: two and a half but, hours at the think, end. It was zero hours at the end because the film was finished.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> dear me. Um, I, I, it was brilliant. I, I was hooked on it. I, I, like a couple of film, a few films ago, I, I barely wrote any notes because I was absolutely glued. I never picked up my phone because I was bored. It it, it just it just dragged me in and hooked me in, and I, I was I was just I couldn't stop. It, it was so so good, absolutely brilliant. I wish I'd watched it sooner, but then it would have made this podcast rubbish.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised you liked it because you're a hipster and it won awards. And uh, you'd be like, yeah, this won awards. I don't think so. This film's not for me. <laughs> I like films like, can't think of a single one right now. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed this film too. I thought every scene was beautifully composed. Or if you want to get technical about it, the mise-en-scene was wonderful. Um, yeah, it was a visual delight. I loved it. it felt yeah. At times I felt like I, I mean, this is a bit of a stretch, but I wanted to start playing games like Zelda. I wanted to go into Hyrule and go exploring again in that kind of universe. Um, yeah, obviously yeah. it reminded me of Red Dead Redemption. Although at times I felt really cold because there was a lot of snow. There was a lot of snow.
1: They had to move, you know, because of the snow, because of how long it took them to shoot it. They started They started originally shooting the film in Canada, but then it thawed too quickly, so they had to move the whole crew out to Argentina to carry on with the snowy scenes.
0: Wow. You hear Argentina, you don't think snow,
1: do you? No, no, that's what I thought. Argentina, odd place to go, but yeah. Yeah, you think of
0: Hammond, Clarkson, and May annoying the locals, don't you? Um, you think of Evita singing. It's th- Darren, of Darren, songs. you have to come out. You've got to come out of that Avita closet because that's the second time you've referenced Evita. What's going on? I now. Are you a yeah. fan of Avita? I've never seen it.
1: No, all I know it. is oh, I've seen bits of it.
0: "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina" by Madonna. That's all I know. Not Maradona. Don't talk about him because he doesn't have a hand of God. He's a liar and a traitor, <laughs> and dead. <laughs> that got a bit dark, didn't it?
1: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Alrighty then. Um, before you move on, before we move on, just one more thing. Before we move on, um, did you did you notice all the different things he ate to try and survive? I saw. a few of them like he ate it looked like bone marrow or
0: cartilage or something yeah. from a dead horse maybe
1: that was one of the first things he ate yeah bone marrow out of there um he was eating birds he ate a live fish oh that was his and, fish hunting tactic was pretty decent to be fair yeah
0: he built like a rock um, and net then the bison tactic.
1: liver do you, do you remember i said uh, on i think i said it on the podcast last week i don't know it might have been when we stopped recording but um what he did um, he he actually ate a bison, a raw bison liver. He's a vegetarian. Um, but I think he's vegan now. But yeah, I get your point. He ate. Yeah. Um. But he ate he ate a raw bison liver just to feel like what it would taste like and what it would be like. So he could, a so he knew he could do it on film. And he wanted to be able to give the right reactions, and it, it, it just no, mate. Just pretend you're eating something. Don't, don't, don't put yourself through that.
0: Oh, I wouldn't do that. I'm vegetarian as
1: well. I wouldn't do that. No. Ugh. The um the guy that he travelled with for a while that gave him the bison liver. That was his first ever film. I don't know how many films he's been in since then, but that was his first ever film. And before that, he was a lorry driver. <laughs> so goodness knows how he yeah. got the part.
0: Right place, right time. See, I, I loved guess. the
1: film so much. I did loads of research on it afterwards.
0: So, how did they film most of it? Then, were they actually on location? It looked
1: like they were. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was somewhere in Canada to start with, and then in location, Argentina. All the M bits when the snow was really thick—that was Argentina.
0: That must have been absolutely horrible for the actors and the production crew to film in. Well, that gear yeah. got to lug around with you. Bit cold. Well, yeah you can you can battle yeah. the cold, you can cope with the cold, but walking in snow is not easy yeah. by any stretch no. of the imagination.
1: None of them had any tennis rackets on their feet either, so you know made it even I hard. didn't
0: see a single igloo, Darren. No. <laughs> no. Where were the Eskimos? Not oh, one. No, I I'm not allowed to say that anymore, am I? The Inuits, right? Inuits. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to appear on the show and tell us what we're doing, or correct us because um, sometimes we have no clue send us a voice message to teamradmap at gmail.com We can't wait to hear from you um, So yeah, you've been hearing us talk about The Revenant starring uh, Leo DiCaprio and Matt's significant other, Tom Hardy um, We do it for the entertainment We don't get paid, we, we want to try and put a smile on your face, and if you are smiling thank you so much uh, oh, Darren. Guess yep. what? We have listeners right. in Denmark. Do we? We could. And Australia. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're, we're going global, Darren.
1: We are worldwide. Can we just say to anybody in Denmark, um, I'm glad to hear that Christian Eriksson's okay after the incident in the football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Towards the start of the Euros, great to see Christian Eriksen been um, discharged from hospital.
0: Absolutely, and, absolutely
1: um, making a good recovery. Hopefully, we'll see him playing football again because he was brilliant for a spell at Spurs. Absolutely amazing. So hopefully, he can get back to something like that. Mm. Well, uh, fingers crossed.
0: Daily Blind, he has the same instalment in his chest that uh, Christian Erickson's in yeah. 50 and He still plays.
1: Yeah, so uh, there's a good chance. Mm.
0: I think it's a very different story to what happened to Fabrice Mwamba and uh, Mark Vivian Foe.
1: that's it Mark Vivian Foway I couldn't remember who the other person was mm. yeah well Mark Vivian Foway did die didn't he yeah yeah. Um, Mwamba survived but never played again
2: random but, um, fact I yeah, think really, Mark really good Vivian, Vivian Foway,
0: Foway was the last person to score at Main Road before Manchester City moved to the Etihad
1: wow there's a fact yeah boom who was he playing for
0: he was playing for Man City.
1: Oh, I thought, I thought you said against Man City.
0: No, sorry, for Man City.
1: At he, yeah, he ah. was the
0: last person to score for Man City at Main Road before they moved to the Etihad.
1: I see. Sorry. Oh, well, good bit, yeah. good bit of trivia there.
0: Yeah, should we bring it back into bear talk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get um, bear talking again.
0: Here's what the critics said about the Revenant. This is James Creut of Stuff Magazine, New Zealand. He says. Handheld cameras and fantastic use of the full frame leave you as dis oh, I can never get this word out disorientated as the characters never sure where the next arrow or attacker will come from or where the camera might go next.
1: I agree with that spot on hundred percent spot on it was amazing, absolutely amazing,
0: yeah. you even uh, I think it panned down to your feet at one point, and it looked like you were walking through the water to the boat, which was uh, good, yeah. Oh, yeah, the arrow shots were so satisfying. I really enjoyed that. They're so much more enjoyable to watch than guns. Yeah. A lot more art to it. Yeah. Liked it. I mean, Hawkeye would have been at home there, like, pow, 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 boom, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah nothing to uh, dis- to moan about this week, James Crute of Stuff Magazine. I agree with you. I am Crute. If you don't say yep. that as your name, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> um, now, this one is Nicholas Barber at the BBC, uh, he comments, "As it is, you're bound to be impressed by what the actors went through, but you won't be so bothered about the characters they play." Oh, he's not a fan. He's savaged this movie the same way the bear savaged Hugh. Interesting. I yeah. Um, See, I am I'm definitely I impressed by the, what the actors you, went you, through, but yeah,
1: you and, and Tom Hardy. There you go. I've said it. Um, Fitz made you hate him so much hmm. um, that you're glad he died in the end. You're glad he got his comeuppance because he was he was an evil man, oh. horrible, horrible man. So you know if, he... you, if you get to that point where you hate the character, they're obviously doing the job right. Yeah, aren't
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've done their job.
1: So what did what did annoy me very slightly? The only thing that annoyed me very slightly was that Hugh Glass, for everything that happened to him, he didn't actually die. I mean, honestly, who's going to survive? all of that a bear attack being left out in the snow falling off a cliff <laughs> is it a bit shot. much for you <laughs> is it a bit ridiculous uh, no i, I just I, well, like, like you said in the inter- driven driven by vengeance seeing your son stabbed in front of you <gasps> could drive you to do anything i I'm vengeance yeah. Perhaps
0: that I'm is my impression off a cliff. of R Patz <laughs> as Batman in the trailer which you don't like and you're wrong. Okay. It's taken me 37 minutes to shoehorn this in Darren. Okay. <laughs> we yeah. we got to talk about this. <laughs> you are discrediting R Pats as the next Batman based on his name alone because you've not even seen the trailer and I'm triggered and it's been a couple of it's probably been a month or two since I was last triggered Darren. You've got to tell me what's going on in your head.
1: No, well, until I've seen the film, because I will watch the film. I'm not going to not watch it, but uh, and I, I won't be convinced until I see this. Until I see the film, I very rarely ever watch a trailer for a film. I'm going to watch. To be totally honest with you, um, alright, then
0: fine, fine. Have it your so way. So I
1: just can't see him. He looks like too much of a ni- too much, too young, too much of a nice boy. And
0: what do you mean by Batman. nice boy, Darren?
1: Well, he's just—I don't know. He just looks too. He doesn't look gruff enough or hard enough or battered enough to be a Batman or a Bruce Ah, Wayne
0: but you see Bruce Wayne he's not supposed to be gruff and tough is he he's supposed to be suave um, classy and decadent Batman on the other hand but I wouldn't
1: call our Pats suave or decadent either
0: okay Darren you can't have it both ways is he a nice boy or is he decadent come on
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the problem is nobody will ever live up to Christian Bale as Batman Oh, I Simple thought you were going
0: to say Michael Keaton.
1: Michael Keaton was good. Michael Keaton was very good.
0: Can you give us a Batman impression? Um, I'm Batman. There
1: okay, you go. Right. I'm here's, mine. Batman. here's mine. I'm Batman. Yeah, they sound pretty identical. We could play Batman. I'm Batman. Ba- i be better job on our pats. am
0: Batman. Batman. On the toilet by the way. I'm pretty sure we there.
1: could do a better job than, uh, than Batnips.
0: It's not hard... Maybe that's the wrong choice of words. It's not hard, I was going to say, but... um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the Batman. Also, um, I watched the trailer for The Suicide Squad before this, and it got me really pumped up. I can't wait to see that. Oh, that that looks
1: great. What do you mean that looks great? Suicide Squad. How do you know it looks great? Because I have seen the trailer for that.
0: You cheeky little monkey, Darren.
1: I know. I don't get you. You're weird. You
0: are. You're weird.
1: It's got some of my favourite actors in it, though. You know, that's the sort of thing that I'm I'm going to watch regardless of how bad the trailer is. It's, it's got John Cena. It. It's got Nathan Fillion in it. Your
0: favourite actor? Oh
1: yeah, John Cena. No. Although I saw got, the trailer.
0: Um, I saw the trailer, Darren. But uh, I couldn't see him in it.
1: Ha ha. Who? John Cena. Oh, John Cena, very good. Sorry, Ha-ha! I said um, I said Will Smith. Will Smith isn't in this one, is he? It's um. No, it's Idris Elba. Idris Elba mm-hmm. is in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's Um, buffing this. I mean, his arms are
0: like massive, massive arms. Suddenly couldn't think of a single adjective there. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going back to... uh, (laughs) What's happening today, Darren? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, We haven't even got to the quiz yet. Over the place. Um, Yeah. Mike Massey from Gone With The Twins ends with, in favour of non-stop mesmerising technical achievements the film fails to be anything more than a series of striking images. What? Yeah. Uh, So he's saying it's pretty, but it's got no substance.
1: It's normally the sort of thing I'd say about a film that won all kinds of Oscars, but um, he's wrong. It it was brilliant.
0: Yeah. So Mike, take your silly little opinion, pin it on a donkey and fly it to the moon, because you ain't welcome here, boy. Get out of it. Um, yeah that was critically acclaimed on Robin Down Raider podcast uh, I think we should play the quiz now Darren do you fancy that
1: let's do the quiz alright
0: here comes the funky bed. Yeah, that's right. It's time for the quiz without a name. So sit back and enjoy the quiz loosely based on the bear from The Revenant. Playing today is (laughs) contestant... I couldn't think of a single question for this, Darren, so uh, enjoy. Playing today is contestant (laughs) number one. What's your name and where you're from?
1: My name is Darren and I'm anywhere warmer than where they were filming this movie.
0: Oh, look at you getting creative. I like it. Um... Mm-hmm. if you get a single question right it'll be amazing none of them are Brilliant. related to the film at all other than the fact that they're all about oh, bears <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't think of a single question to ask you there was no like <laughs> it was like what branded hair butter did he use I don't know there was nothing like that Um. okay are you ready yeah <laughs> question one what type of bear is Baloo from the Jungle Book
1: Oh my god A big one
0: <laughs> No do you I even know Your bears
1: based on, I don't know. Did I just Did no, I just ask no. you
0: Do you even know Your bears What kind of question Is that
1: Do you know what what you, what you should have Asked me is Have I watched Jungle Book And I'll give you Three guesses And you'll only need one. Oh, oh. <laughs> Get out
0: of my podcast Good Your start. name's coming off No Can't be <laughs> You haven't seen Jungle Book Are you broken No nope. Who hurt you No nope. Um, Baloo is a sloth nosed bear. Oh, so close. They're big. Oh, no, oh. no, you will not That's, no. <laughs> That's what you get for that. Um, uh, you triggered me by not seeing Jungle Book now, Taryn. God damn it. Um, okay. Question two Although Paddington now lives in London, he originally came from which country? Peru. That's annoying. I was banking on your terrible memory not getting that. Um,
1: No, it's Paddington Bear. I've read many all kinds of Paddington Bears. Know a lot about Paddington.
0: Um,
1: Question three.
0: (laughs) You might know this. I think
1: it was was a story. Paddington Station. Sorry. A bear. (laughs) Sorry. Carry on.
0: Uh, which country.? I love okay, alright, we get it. You love Paddington. Me, me too. I was going to say, me do too. Yeah, I do as well. Uh, which country banned the release of a film featuring Winnie the Pooh because of its likeness to their president?
1: <laughs> what? Because Winnie the Pooh looked like their president? Yes! Did, was, what? Not America, not Trump. It wasn't Trump, was it? Poor Pooh Bad. didn't look nothing like it. No. um <laughs> Well, he had a yellow head, Trump had a very orange head. You know, uh, it's a real it. head, it's the best head in the world. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um, do you want the question again?
1: No, because I'm not going to get the answer. I will never. One more
0: guess Peru oh, oh. Uh, Chinese censors banned the release of Christopher Robin, a film adaptation of A.A. Milne's beloved story, because Winnie the Pooh has a likeness for their president. I'm <laughs> not making this up um, Okay, question four Can you name the film based on this plot? John makes a Christmas miracle happen by bringing his one and only friend to life, his toy bear The two grow up together and John must then choose to stay with his girlfriend or keep his friendship with his crude and extremely inappropriate bear
1: Oh, is that Ted?
0: So far, you have two out of four, and that gong means I shouldn't really ask you the fifth one, but it's our podcast. We make the rules, (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Question five. Damn it, Darren. You're not supposed to get any of these right. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yogi and Boo Boo are famous for their catchphrases and picnic basket criminal antics. Yeah, I, I changed the words there a bit. But what does he typically wear? What does Yogi Bear wear?
1: A bow tie. Oh, oh. I'm getting confused with another bear. No, I'm getting confused with somebody else.
0: He wears a hat and tie, not a bow tie.
1: Oh, a hat and tie. Oh, I went far off. It's
0: not a bow tie, though, is but it? I don't no. think so.
1: Anyway. No, very true.
0: Thank you for playing. Hey, <laughs> thank you so much for playing the quiz. <laughs> Loosely based on the bear from The Revenant, because I couldn't think of a single question to ask you. <laughs> and this was just way more fun. Very tenuously. <laughs> <laughs> they were bears that was the link oh. um, yeah, you've been a great contestant you scored two out of five yeah two out of five I like that <laughs> hardest quiz ever what am I going to ask you how many times did he get stabbed or bitten by the bear
1: no oh, um... you could have asked me how many arrows were shot during the um, fight scene at the beginning uh, that was 74
0: how do you know that
1: yeah I didn't I just made it up I keep getting 74 into every oh, podcast oh, no. i you oh, not realised that
2: oh my no. god
0: no, oh, no, oh. no, Darren. No. <laughs> I hadn't noticed that. Why? What's the oh significance of seventy-four? Go back and to the podcasts. How do people what? do that, Darren? How do people go back and listen to the podcasts? I mean, if, uh, if you you you've accessed it on, um, <laughs> if you've accessed this podcast, you God, know how you're to do me. it. You're tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you if you've you made it here <laughs> and you're listening to this right now, you already know how to access podcasts on the device that you use in the medium that you use voila so it's a pointless thing me saying isn't it how do you listen to podcasts? yeah if you're listening on apple podcast yeah guess what we're on google as well and um spotify take that apple or google whoever you it doesn't matter i'm going on a tangent here um oh, let's head back over to our glorious canary boy if you've got nothing else to say darren have you got anything to add i can't remember what you were saying now
1: yeah if you if you listen to us if you are listening to us rate and review rate and review because that's how other people will get to see us and how that will grow our listeners yeah. rate and review rate and review And I promise you, some of the quizzes will be better than this week's.
0: Oi, oi. I made that myself. (laughs) All right. Let's be having you, movie Matt. Where are you?
2: Right then. So, for next week's episode, with the letter S, you're going to be watching the 2020 film St. Maud, which is available on Amazon Prime. Really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this, because this is a genre we've not covered yet on the pod, um, so it's a horror film. Hope you don't both don't get too scared. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you think of this one. I have absolutely no idea if either of you two actually like horror films. Uh, for me, I do. I really love horror films, I think they're great. So yeah, I hope you both enjoy it, and yeah, thanks to all the seven listeners we've got. Um, you're beautiful, and we love you. Have a good one.
0: Oh, a scary one next week, Darren. Yep. How do you do with the scares? Do you like them?
1: I, I like scary films. There was a spell a few years ago where, where um, I'd go around with mates and we'd get a takeaway and we'd watch a couple of scary films and get drunk and stay over. But that's sort of. Oh, God. Suddenly.
0: What an image. <laughs> that was
1: brilliant. Great fun.
0: You two on the couch. Going <laughs> that's your teeth chattering, by the way. Um. Yeah. I really liked. No, we normally slag him off. I really liked well, that it. That wasn't scary. I really liked it. You know, I felt sorry for Pennywise. It's all right. I felt sorry for him. I didn't. I've want, seen
1: the i I've seen not seen the new one.
0: I didn't want him to leave. I wanted him to stay. I liked Aww. him. Yeah. And Then uh, the kids killed him. The kids get in the way. Stop it! Leave him alone. He's just trying to live off your fears. For goodness'
1: sake. <laughs> just misunderstood.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, have you seen The Shining? Is that a horror film? No, I haven't actually. Or a thriller.
1: Uh, 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 i was trying trying to figure out a way of saying horror and thriller at the same time, but horror. I couldn't. Horror. Horror? Horror. Thriller. Thriller. Uh, thriller. Thriller. Thriller.
0: Darren, I think we've got to wrap it up now. I think that's the end of the podcast. Do you want to? Okay, okay. Do you want to give this final sign off?
1: Well, we need to write. We need to score the film. That's true. We do. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, stop the music.
0: Stop the music. We haven't rated it, have we? Yeah. Stop the music. Okay. Very, very important part of the film. The rating. I'm going to go first because uh, I've started talking. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give this film... You haven't stopped throughout. How bloody dare you? I mean, it's a podcast. I should be talking. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give it a middle of the road three. Yeah, I liked it. Is that all? I liked the adventure. Visually, it was amazing. I didn't have any problem with the conflict between... Fitz and and Hugh. Hugh Glass. Oh god. Hugh Glass, there we go. Um <laughs> it doesn't get a four from me because there wasn't enough bear in it. I wanted to see more bear maulings <laughs> and attacks and more arrows in heads, but yeah. I quite enjoyed that if I'm honest. But yeah. Um more more bear in the podcast than there was in the film. There was. There actually was. What are we on? Fifty one minutes? That bear was in here for like five seconds and he's gone. I want to see a prequel no, with the bear. Because you're nude. What? Um, yeah, I what, want to see the prequel. What, what? You're me off now, Darren. You're me off. Um, <laughs> I want to see a prequel with the bear. I want to know how the bear gets there. <laughs> oh, my finger slipped. Sorry, the music came on again. Uh, yeah, so three from me. I'll shut up now so you can do your your speech.
1: Okay, right. So I thought it was great. I absolutely loved it. Um, I can't believe. I thought I might not like it. I thought it's absolutely brilliant. Um, I scored Prisoners four and a half, and this was even better. So it's got to be a five. I'm giving it a five.
0: I am in shock. You never get this uh, radical with your scores.
1: Five. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You, ridiculously good film to get a five off of me, yeah. but this was a ridiculously good film.
0: Wow, so we score it together then four, don't we?
1: Best thing I've seen since Infinity War. Or Endgame. Mm. Absolutely wow. brilliant film.
0: Well, on that bombshell, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. You've been listening to Robin and Darren made a podcast. We've been reviewing The Revenant and Darren just gave it a five. We'll see you again next week.
1: See you next week.